All right, it's time for another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner. And I'm Colin. And we're back. And I know how to put on my pants. You figured it out one leg I at a time. It. I'm so proud. Thank you. It, uh, it took a lot. I, I learned some valuable lessons, but I'm feeling better about myself. Well, good. I'm glad that you're here. I've missed you. Oh, shucks. I missed you, too. Oh. So we were just talking. Uh, you know, I actually wanted to bring this up on the show last week, and I thought, you know, it's just me, so I probably should have. But they're really good, and one of them's getting ready to come back for a second season. And so if you have not seen season one, y'all need to get on that now. But Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime uh, stars John Krasinski. And, you know, it's really weird to watch Jim Halpert save the world from terrorists. <laughs> but you were saying, Colin, that you had started watching it, but you hadn't finished it. Did you just run out of time or? Uh, Yeah, it was just purely time. It wasn't because I didn't like the show. Like I, I was... Uh, very attracted to the show. I thought it was awesome. But yeah, life just got in the way, and so it took the back burner. But I should definitely finish it. You should, because November 1st, you know, you've got, what is it, like 15 days? Something like that? Yeah, but my my, my time is going to be pretty, uh, pretty slammed with Arrowverse. Yeah, that is true. I'm still trying to catch up on last season. I realized I never finished last season. Oh, seriously? Seriously. Of, so of like been, everything or of everything. I think I I think oh, I finished wow. the flash, but I'm on I think episode eighteen or nineteen of Arrow, and I don't even know where I'm at on Supergirl, and I didn't watch any of Black Lightning. So you, season so you haven't even seen Batwoman yet? I have not I saw Batwoman in the last crossover episode. Okay. But I haven't seen any of this season's episodes. Well, I do have to say that it's fantastic uh, and that it's a perfect replacement for Arrow. And it brings in that same kind of action, if not more so, than we see in a lot of the other shows. So I'm pretty stoked for it. The cinematography was awesome. It, it very much so has kind of a, a Dark Knight vibe to a lot of the shots that you see in it. I wasn't a big fan of the villain, but overall though, I thought it was I thought it was a really good build up. Cool. Yeah, I definitely am looking forward to watching it. I just need to need to make the time. One thing that I remember thinking when Arrow first hit the air was this dude is basically Batman with a bow. And so it's interesting that you say that Batwoman is a nice little replacement for Arrow, considering those were my thoughts. You know, we're we're replacing a fake Batman with <laughs> another Batman with boobs. I mean, Arrow pretty much went through every single thing that Batman did, being taught by Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, I thought that was weird that they brought him in as a major arrow villain but whatever yeah i figured they would have saved him for for a batman show yeah i am excited though for for batwoman because i i like the character in the comics anyways i like the character and i thought that what little we got to see of her in the last crossover 
I thought they did a good job. I'm impressed with the costume. I like the costume. And it looks like it's going to be a good series. Typically, I'll give a series a season. Some people will give it six or eight episodes. I'll give it a full season. Unless it's just terrible and I can't make it that far. If it's really bad, I generally tap out. But... I'll I'll give it a full season and if it's good I'll I'll watch it. You know, Black Lightning I really liked. I just haven't had the time to watch. I've been so busy with other stuff, home renovations and things like that. I spent my night building a fireplace hearth. So, <laughs> no TV for me. Yeah, and I'm I actually didn't get into Black Lightning. I really tried it just seemed like the same thing over and over again. And I didn't feel any actual connection to any of the characters. It just, it just kind of seemed forced. I don't know. Yeah. I really like the main character though. Cress Williams, uh, the main actor. I'm a huge fan of his. I just, something about him. I really like him as an actor. I just never found him as, as an actor that or not an actor, but him in this character, he never like jumped out and grabbed me by his story. Uh huh. Like I was never like, Oh yeah, this guy's awesome. Cool. He can occasionally blast some, some lightning. And I mean, that's about it. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> no, know. I get he just, that. Uh, he just seems like a, a lower tiered superhero oh, for me for sure. compared to, everything else in the universe that we have going right now. For sure. Well, and they were saying that Black Lightning wasn't even going to be part of the Arrowverse. And apparently they've changed their mind with Crisis on Infinite Earths because he's going to show up. Yeah, and I'm I'm toying with, do I go through and actually finish watching the rest of the seasons? Or do I just let it be and I, I doubt I'll miss a beat? I don't know. I'm I'm betting you're probably going to want to at least be current. Yeah. I'm thinking I want to be current. Because there are how many seasons in right now? Two, three? I think they're on their third season. Has season three even started yet, though? I don't know. Uh, I think it's just about two. I know they've got two seasons in. Oh, yeah. They are. They're actually two episodes in tonight, which is Monday. Okay. But yeah, I think that you'll probably want to I mean, at least be somewhat current. If you're an episode or two off. Yeah, maybe that, I'll just jump into episode one of this season and, and see what happens. <laughs> just see. Just see where you're at. See how lost you are. <laughs> but I know with Supergirl, I mean, there were a lot of changes there in the last season. And I don't even know where they all ended up since I'm so far behind. I've really got... Man, moving really threw a wrench into my TV watching. Seriously. Oh, geez. I got to get back in some sort of schedule. I used to watch everything while I was at the gym. But then I moved and everything went off of the CW app. And so I couldn't watch it all. And then I just got way far behind. So... Had to wait for it all to hit Netflix, so now I'm watching it all again when I go to the gym. Yeah. I'm looking at a, at a poster for 
Black Lightning like right now, and it just looks so cheap and corny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's official or anything, but it just I don't know. It looks weak. Yeah, it it's just nothing about the show sticks out to me for some reason. It's just unremarkable. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I also feel the way about Flash sometimes too. Like Flash, it's the same thing over and over again. Like in the first episode of, of this season, they're chasing around all these fake speedsters and it's just the same thing over and over again. Oh, a new, more powerful speedster is here. Will Barry be the fastest man alive? Yeah, it's it's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just feels like it's it's pushing it, and I don't know if maybe DC is finally running out of their their TV magic because they were in a sweet spot for for the longest time, and then somewhere mid Arrow series they they started kind of fading out a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I think they may have they may have hit their height. They may have, and they might want to use the Crisis on Infinite Earths to eject a little bit. They, I know that they're using that as the excuse to eject with Arrow. Yeah. You know, in the original comic, Barry Allen dies. Yeah. And so did Supergirl. Maybe that's a, this is a great opportunity to end a couple series that, you know, before they go on too long. Well, and at the at the end of the show though as well, for for the Flash season one or season one for for the episode one of this season, they go into shoot what's that guy's name? Uh, the guy that comes in at the end of the Arrow season and oh, you didn't even finish it. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name, but it's it's the guy that um, Oliver made the deal with in the last crisis episodes. Was it the anti-monitor? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, so he, he basically comes in and says, you know, you're, you've got to survive this, right? Or no, you're, you're going to die at the end of this. The timeline has moved up. And so the flash must go. But at the same time, he also said certain things to Oliver in which like canceled that out. So it's it's hard to grasp where they're going with it, but I don't think they're going to kill off the Flash, knowing that there's still a full season of Flash. Well, and I saw something today that I think they have eight seasons of the Flash planned. Hmm. Which to me, I mean, the Flash has an awesome Rogues Gallery. They've kind of burned through them, though. I don't know what more they can do. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They, I, I would much rather see some of these really good shows end too soon. Not like Firefly too soon, but or Jericho too soon. Got to throw that one out there. <laughs> but, but I'd much rather see them end maybe a season too soon than go on a season or two too long. Oh, for sure. And I think a. Uh, a good version of that as well as DC Legends. DC Legends just seems to be falling apart left and right and doesn't... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a show of misfits and, and, and that's about it. Yeah. There's nothing hugely enticing about the show. 
And so they're going to have to come in with a couple new shows within the next year or two to keep people involved and going. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting what they do. Yeah. I do think they've they've been making a lot of good calls with Supergirl and changing it up and making it more generational and the same thing with Batwoman bringing all that in. But yeah, I think they're they're reaching a plateau. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah, I think it may be time to evaluate some things. Now, one thing that they should have evaluated a little bit more is Swamp Thing. You know, it's actually got me reevaluating their whole streaming platform. The only series that I've watched from it is Swamp Thing. And it has me wondering, holy crap, why did they cancel that? After 10 episodes, they didn't even give it the full 13 that they were scheduled for. But that was a fantastic series. Everything about that was good. And as I'm watching it, I keep thinking to myself, this looks like some cheesy 1980s B-movie horror flick. But then I'd look at it again and no, it's really good. I mean, they did a fantastic job with that. And I don't know why Warner Brothers and DC pulled the plug on it. Whoever did that really needs to step up and explain themselves. And I won't take anything that's not a legit explanation for an answer. I won't take, oh, it was a financial decision for an answer. Because that's BS. Because they've still got other shows on. I mean, Swamp Thing was just a good, good TV show. And I would love to see them do more with that. Yeah, I I never ended up watching Swamp Thing. I've heard nothing but good things about it, which I was a little surprised about. I think their their streaming platform will come back in full force once everything with Time Warner kind of settles in and they actually kind of have an, a new vision created. I think this would be a great time for DC to connect everything from the TV shows to the movies and beat out Marvel in that step. Oh yeah, that's that's really where they could go. And I think I saw that Marvel Studios is going to take over control of all of the TV shows as well, which why wasn't that going on from the beginning? Yeah, and why didn't they do that with Agents of Shield? I I yeah. figured that would have been the first thing they that they did, especially because they already had several quote-unquote crossovers of of such, they didn't really have crossovers, but I mean, they had, um, they had cameos and they had tie-ins. Yeah. But yeah, they, they should have done that ages ago. In fact, I thought that was the whole point. Yeah. But then they've got the Netflix shows that could have tied in so well with some of what they were doing. I mean, could you imagine Spider-Man hanging out with Daredevil? That would be awesome. <laughs> Seeing Daredevil, just even if it's just a cameo in a Spider-Man movie, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, they're all from the same area, so why not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Marvel really dropped the ball. So if DC is able to pull that one off, that would be fantastic. Now, one thing that DC has been able to pull off is Joker. And this amazes me. Joker could earn a billion dollars globally which is crazy in 10 days 
It has earned almost $200 million in the U.S. and over $500 million globally. That's in its second weekend. That's insane. That is crazy. It's the, I think I saw, it's the 10th highest grossing film of the year. We're going to see this movie possibly number two. I could see it surpassing movies like Captain Marvel. I don't think it's going to pass Avengers Endgame, but this could be number two or three grossing for the year if it keeps up at this pace. I think it'll probably beat out Deadpool as far as superhero rated R movies. Oh, yeah. It's already past Logan, Justice League, and Wonder Woman. That's that's so funny that it beat out Wonder Woman and Justice League. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is, and I've said it, I liked the DC movies. I loved Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was fantastic. I don't have a lot to complain about with that movie. But Justice League, Batman v Superman... There's a lot of problems with those movies. Suicide Squad, we could sit here and do an entire show on how that movie crapped the bed. <laughs> but there's a lot of problems with those. But Jared Leto, he didn't seem to think there was anything wrong with it. And he's actually pretty upset from what people are saying over how this new Joker movie got made and how his Joker is kind of been cast off into the into the dustbin of history, which personally I think is a good thing. I hate his Joker so much. <laughs> so much. I, well, and, and here's the thing. I mean, you, you have these amazing Jokers, like... All of them? Oh, my gosh. Why? Yeah, freaking all of them, except for him. Like, even Mark Hamill in the animated series comes He's in amazing and as dominates... Joker. I would take Cesar Romero from the 66 Batman series <laughs> over Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. No, I think I think Jared Leto it was it was so bad. And I don't care what people say about there being hours worth of of Joker footage that you can make your uh, its own movie out of I doubt you can make an its own movie out of the footage from Suicide Squad. There's no way they shot that much of Joker, right? Well, and if they did and they cut it, it's probably because it was trash. Oh, yeah. That's my guess, because what made it into the movie with him was trash. Uh Uh-huh. So I can only imagine how bad the stuff was that they cut. Yeah, he just frustrates me so much as Joker. I look at him and I'm like, I just, I hate you so much already. (laughs) Yeah, and I think he makes a comment to Batman about how he got the grill because Batman knocked out all of his teeth. I would too. Uh Uh-huh. I wanted to. (laughs) He deserved it. Well, and here's the thing. Even even Cameron Monaghan, the Joker from... Oh, from Gotham. From Gotham. Way better than Jared Leto's, even. Oh, yeah. Like... Still doesn't even compare. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he's not going to be in in James Gunn's soft reboot for Suicide Squad. He's not going to be in Birds of Prey. He was supposed to get his own movie, and that's not happening. I think that somebody at WB came to their senses, and they said, look, 
this was a mistake. And meanwhile, Leto is like, but I'm an Academy Award winner. <laughs> and I thought it was a little bit weird that they were going forward with a movie with him as the Joker after they had announced the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Yeah. I remember talking about that, thinking this is a really weird thing that they're doing. Why would they do this? This is just, it makes no sense. But yet they ended up canceling the Jared Leto version. And now he's alienated and upset. And Joaquin Phoenix is probably going to win an Academy Award. Oh, 100%. I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. But this is just... The fact that he's upset that his Joker was not well-received. If you do something that doesn't suck and it's not well-received, then yeah, you're, you're entitled to be upset. Suicide Squad was a movie that was plagued with issues. Plagued with issues. And when you are one of those issues, yeah, you... Don't get to feel that way. I'm going to get cut. <laughs> you don't get to feel that way. When most of your crap was cut, yeah, there's a reason. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> suck it. Suck that and your damaged tattoo on your forehead. Oh my gosh. Hate that. Ah. Speaking of people who are upset, the guys at Blizzard, they're not real happy right now. They've had a bit of a bad week. And we've tried really hard not to get too political on this, so we're not really going to get political, but I feel like we need to bring this to attention. I don't know if you guys have been following the Hong Kong protests and the stuff going on in China. We're not going to really get into any of that, but there was a Hearthstone player who... After he won at the competition last weekend, uh, he made a, or actually it was on October 5th, so it's been a few few days now. In a post-match interview, he made a comment about uh, liberating Hong Kong, and Blizzard immediately responded by stripping him of his prize money and banned him from Hearthstone competitions for a year. They said that his comments had violated the competition rules by damaging the company's image and talking about things that were outside of the tournament, which I get. It's their tournament. It's their rules. They can do what they want. Unfortunately, the rest of the world, other than maybe China, didn't see it that way. Everybody else saw it as this game studio prioritizing its relationship with China instead of protecting free speech. So Friday night, the company comes out and says, well, our relationship with China had nothing to do with this. We're going to go ahead and reduce this punishment down to six months. So he'll be able to compete in tournaments again in six months and oh, by the way, we are going to give him his tournament winnings. So people still not real happy because if you look at the facts of the situation, Blizzard actually has a lot to lose if they piss off the Chinese government. They have regulators that they need to appease to even get their game on store shelves. 
And so some people have actually taken to co-opting some of the characters in the game and associating her with the Hong Kong protests, hoping that that will get the game banned in China. Employees from Blizzard have, have walked out. Commentators have, have said they're not going to be working with the companies for the finals of the Grandmasters competition. There has just been a lot of fallout. Stock prices have dropped. And, oh, by the way, we've got BlizzCon on November 1st. And there's going to be some protests scheduled for that weekend. I'm... Uh... I'm going to be pretty curious on how well this one will actually be attended versus the previous ones. I wonder if there will be a, a noticeable difference. You know, I think there might because there's been a lot of players I've noticed on Reddit who have been saying that they're letting their accounts slaps. They're not going to be renewing their accounts. I think I saw some vanilla WoW guilds are shutting down. Wow. Yeah, there's just, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that are not happy with this. And Blizzard's their own company. They're entitled to do what they want. But you got to face the repercussions of that too. And yeah, it sucks for them. There's a lot of public backlash. I mean, even the U.S. Senate has decided to get involved with this. Which you never want to get called in front of a Senate hearing to have to explain yourself. That just sucks. Do you, do you know from experience? No, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully, I don't. But I can imagine that if I were subpoenaed by the U.S. Senate and I had had nothing but negative PR for the last five days, ten days, I would not want to show up. Although I would because, you know, it's a subpoena. I'd rather not go to jail or get fined. But yeah, that would suck, man. Yeah, that would not be great. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of other game companies, though, they've kind of jumped on this. And they've made themselves look really good while Blizzard is not. I think it's interesting. I can't remember which which companies it was, but when Blizzard announced that they were stripping the dude's winnings... There were a couple studios that stepped up and said, "Well, you know, we'll give him his winnings. We'll pay we'll pay him what he what he won, which creates all sorts of goodwill and good PR, especially oh, yeah. in the gaming community." EA should have done that. Oh, could you imagine EA doing anything that would take <laughs> money out of their pocket? No, they probably uh, put microtransactions on it and charge interest for every dollar of that that he spent. <laughs> yeah, that I I was thinking they'd probably find some way to do a microtransaction. Maybe they they'd give him like like a thousand dollars worth of in-game currency or something. <laughs> that only works on Battle Battlefront too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 probably how they would handle that because EA sucks. They wouldn't even give money. They'd just unlock all the content <laughs> on Battlefront 2 for them. I don't know that they'd go that far. All of it? Maybe maybe 50%. All right. They'd still make him grind for the elite loot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's EA. But 
We haven't talked tech for a while, so let's talk some tech here. So Twitter, I like Twitter. There's a lot of cool things about Twitter. It is a cesspool on the internet, <laughs> but I do like it. But you know how companies will ask you for your phone number so that you can make your account most more secure? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we want to verify your phone number. Or if, if your account gets breached, we want to be able to reach you. Or if you forget your password, we can text it to you. Yeah, apparently Twitter uses this information for advertising purposes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Facebook did something similar to this a few years ago, which, you know, Facebook, I expect nothing less. I expected a little bit more from Twitter, though. They said, quote, we recently discovered that when you provided an email address or phone number for safety or security purposes, for example, two-factor authentication, this data may have inadvertently been used for advertising purposes, specifically in our tailored audiences and partner audiences advertising system, end quote. So basically, when an advertiser using Twitter uploaded their own marketing list of email addresses or phone numbers, Twitter went ahead and matched the list to people on Twitter, quote, based on the email or phone number the Twitter account holder provided for safety and security purposes. This was an error and we apologize. So what they did is they basically got a list from their marketers from their advertisers, and they matched it up with you. That's a dick move. Yeah, that's something that they should not do and should actually get permission for. When they say inadvertently, I'm calling BS on that. Oh, yeah. They know exactly what they were doing. 100%. Yeah, I think they know exactly what they were doing. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. They say... Quote, we're very sorry this happened and are taking steps to make sure we don't make a mistake like this again. Translation, we will do better not to get caught. That's always the fun part. I am sick of this kind of crap. You know, it's, it's actually Cybersecurity Awareness Month. I don't know if you were aware of that. I mean, dealing with security, I know. <laughs> That's just me. So at my work, we have to do all these extra cybersecurity awareness training videos this month. We normally have to do just one a month, but this month we have to do an extra four or five, I think. We have to do an extra one per week. And the one that we had to do, I think it was uh, last week, had to do with data breaches. And they talked about... A major health insurance company that suffered a loss of data. They talked about a home improvement store that suffered a loss of data. They talked about a department store that suffered a loss of data. Blue Cross, Home Depot, and Target. And as they were describing these, I knew exactly what they were talking about because I was affected by all three. <laughs> and I thought, this sucks. But now we've got Twitter out here purposefully giving your data to people and making money off of it and saying, oh, sorry, our bad. 
I don't buy it for a second. And Jack, if you're listening, you got to shape your crap up, man. That ain't right. You shouldn't be doing that. That sucks. So we single-handedly brought down BlackBerry. I don't know if you're aware of that, Jack. But stolen droids. Oh my gosh. We're watching you. We've gone so long without talking about BlackBerry. (laughs) How dare you bring it back up? How dare you? We've been on a streak. I know. Dare I I say 80 or so episodes without without mentioning it. I had to flex. (laughs) Son of a gun, Sonner. Well, let's close on a happy note. Oh, yes. The PlayStation 5 is here. Well, well it, it's not, not here, here, but you know, but it's coming. It, it'll be here. It'll be yeah, here. Yeah, it's rumored to be, well, it is going to be uh, holiday 2020, which same time as the new Xbox will be uh, launching as well. I uh, I actually read a, another article uh, on this uh, besides this one that you link here, Zoner, and it was talking about the ways that it's going to be dealing with storage. Uh-huh. And so you'll actually have three options when you go to install a game. Oh, yeah. They're changing completely how they do installs. Yeah. So you can, if you want to immediately jump in and start playing multiplayer, you can prioritize it going through and installing multiplayer mode first. If you want to jump into the story mode first, you can prioritize that. Or you can just say, I just want one of these. I'm never going to play the story mode. I just like the social aspect of the game and just install that or you can install both. That's awesome. So I, I think that's great as far as storage. I mean, then you have these huge games like red dead redemption two, where you can just install that multiplayer version. It's going to make it so you, it's not like a hundred gig game. Yeah. And I, I'm the dude who would just install the story mode because I'm not a social gamer at all. I don't play well with others. Although I do enjoy Call of Duty, so I might enjoy something like Red Dead Redemption. I think you would. I probably would. Especially if I can shoot people that I know. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Cutscenes and Cupcakes just recently did an episode uh, or a side mission of theirs on Red Dead Redemption 2. And I had sworn the game off. Like, I was like, no, I I don't want to do it. I started getting into the story mode, and I was just like, this is just moving too slow. And finally, I just, I, I gave up, like, maybe an hour and a half, two hours in. It was like, no, nah, this, this isn't the game for me. And then they started talking about it, and I was like, ah, okay, I'll give it another shot. And I got a little further in the story mode, and I'm actually liking it a lot more now. Are you? Yeah. You so, know, uh, they announced it for PC, and I'm thinking, yeah, I, I, I may have to pick it up. I may have to pick it up and and jump on and play with y'all. Oh, but you guys play on Sony, and Sony doesn't do cross platform. <laughs> hey, mind. they've lightened up. Never mind. They let a little through. <laughs> And I've got an Xbox. I do hope that they open that cross-platform for that, though. We'll just play on PC. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, it'll be fine. That'll work. Uh, but yeah, so they've they've got some some great features on it. 
They're actually bringing in solid state hard drives, just like the Xbox, full backwards compatibility. So all your PS4 games are actually going to work on this system. You don't have to go buy Overwatch for the sixth time because you're like me and have to own Overwatch for every single console. Well, nobody's buying it anymore anyways because they're all mad at Blizzard. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) The SSD and uh, the backwards compatibility is a a big deal. For me, though, I mean, the backwards compatibility... I'm having a stroke. The backwards (laughs) compatibility is probably the biggest thing for me because there's nothing more frustrating than having a giant stack of games that are completely useless once you get the new console because your previous console died. Yeah, I can understand that for a couple generations back. But come on, for anything like the last version of your system... Let them come through. Yeah. Uh, Something that's a a little nostalgic is they're actually bringing in adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. So along with that, like N64 rumble pack um, kind of, kind of feel with your controller. I loved that. When you, when you go and you shoot a gun, for instance, it's going to change depending on what gun you're using for how much like pressure and stuff you'll, you'll have to, Put on the controller, and I think they uh, they mentioned Forza as well. Forza players feel the grip of the tires on the road, and it's something that I've loved this entire generation. Yeah, that's that's pretty dang cool too. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this and and what uh, what the game developers actually bring in. Are you a big fan of the Forza series? Because people seem to go no, nuts for it. I couldn't. I, I don't like racing games. See, I do like racing games, but I don't enjoy the Forza series. Huh. I'm more of a burnout revenge type guy. <laughs> burnout. Is burnout a racing game? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's Demolition kind Derby of? at 200 miles an hour, but still. <laughs> oh, I haven't played that since like the PS2, I want to say. I mean, I love the Burnout series. But, I mean, I've always enjoyed, like, Need for Speed and things like that. But I just never enjoyed the Forza series. Yeah, I don't know. Something about it just doesn't sit with me. Yeah, just doesn't appeal to me either. Yeah. Yeah, the the hardware is looking pretty sweet so far. It's kind of speculation on what hardware is exactly being used right now uh, as it is still in development. So, hopefully, we'll, we'll be seeing some... More news on that within the the next coming months. Yeah, it should be pretty good. I think that next Christmas is going to be a big one for gamers. Because everybody is going to want all of the consoles. And then you're going to have your, your Xbox guys and your Sony guys. And the battle will be on. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun yeah. to watch those wars ignite again because it's been kind of quiet there. The fanboys haven't really been at each other because there hasn't been, really been any need to go after one another for the last few years. Yeah, I, I have been a little surprised to find out that Last of Us Part Two is releasing in February and not releasing with the new system. Yeah, that's kind of a surprise. I would think that they'd hold a title like that for... 
the new console. Yeah, I figured that one would have all the updated graphics and yeah, be completely based on that on on that system. But it'll be interesting to see what game they actually choose to launch that system with. Yeah, what is Sony's big Uncharted is one of their big exclusives, isn't it? Yep, Uncharted, um, then Last of Us, and then what was the other one? Oh, it was some hazard game. What was it called? I can't even remember. Yeah, I can't. I'm not a Biohazard guy, so. I think it was Biohazard. Uh, It's a Resident Evil game, I think. Oh, Resident Evil is a Sony. Or no, it wasn't that. It was, uh, I can't remember now. I don't know. This is going to haunt me now. (laughs) I'll never know. Killzone. Oh, Killzone? Okay. Killzone was it. That was uh that was one of their big launches when the original PS4 came out. Okay, I'm just I'm just looking here at the best PlayStation exclusives. Until Dawn. Do you ever play that? Oh yeah, Until Dawn was fantastic. They could definitely do the next system based off of that. Ratchet and Clank. Horizon Zero Dawn. Spider Man. Oh that's yeah, Spider Man for PS4. Yeah, that's that was what a they big need one. Launch. That Spider Man game was phenomenal. Seriously, one of my top five favorite games of all time. Oh, and then God of War. How did we forget God of War? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should know better than this. Oh, show. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I wonder if they'll have another Spider Man game come out on, or another God of War game come out on, on the playstation when it comes out i don't uh, yeah maybe when the next playstation comes out i i don't know if it'll be a quick release just because they usually have a couple years in between development of the games that's true god of war i feel like is one of those very very in-depth games that yeah and they just came out with the new one of those didn't they uh within the last year yeah so yeah it, it doesn't make sense that they would that they would do another one here. Spider-Man, though, I mean, that's been a couple of years, hasn't it? Uh, I think it's only been one year. Has it? Seems like longer. Yeah, Spider-Man was uh, was 2018. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I doubt they would do that one then either. Cause... I could see them doing that one. Could you? You think there's enough turnaround time there? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, September 7th, 2018 was that one's release date. Um. But I mean, that's that's their big push for Miles Morales. Oh, if they if they time that around the same time as the next Into the Spider Verse movie, I think that would be really good. That is true. So yeah, that could be that could be awesome. And you know that Spider Man game has actually tempted me to get a Spider Man or to get a, a PlayStation, just so yeah. I could play that. Just so that you can play that? Not so that you can play with me? Well, I mean, obviously I would want to to play games with you. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) All right, that's the end of our show, guys. Send us your feedback. Feedback at soulandroids.com. Send us your questions. We'll let you know what we think. What do you guys think of the PlayStation 5? Are there any PlayStation exclusives that you want to see? I'm just going to close this because I'm mad at Zoner right now. What, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, what, are, what are some fighting. of your guys' favorite games yeah we're totes fighting just done with you gosh <laughs> uh, if you haven't already please subscribe to Stolen Droids Podcast 
You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much everywhere else. Uh, and while you're there, be sure to leave us a, you know, a little little rating. You know, we like five stars on occasion. I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to leave four stars today because, you know, Zoner sucks. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Stolen Droids. And for news and information between episodes, make sure to check out StolenDroids.com. You can also check out some of our other partner podcasts, Movies That Make Us, and Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Yes, you did that well. Thank you. Good job. Are we friends again? Mm, We'll talk about it. Okay. Until then, we'll see you guys next time. Be good to each other. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production. Zoner sucks.